Now, the foreign minister says that New Zealand has not suspended the funding for the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine refugees. Nonetheless, the government is reviewing whether it will send this year's $1 million after Israel accused a dozen of the aid agency staff of taking part in the October 7th attack by Hamas. The Minister of Foreign Affairs, Winston Peters, will make the final decision on whether to continue the funding, and he joins us now. Uh, Kia ora, good morning, Minister. I'm going to start quickly uh, by just getting your reaction to police numbers, uh, the commitment, of course, in your coalition agreement uh, forming this government. Just yesterday in Parliament, the police minister extended the deadline for delivering those extra 500 officers out to three years. It appears now that the Prime Minister is saying that is back to two years. Have you had any input on that? Well, most definitely, but uh, we go back to 2017 when we set out then uh, as a party to ensure we got 1,800 new frontline policemen and women trained. And it took it long, a bit longer to get there, but we in the end trained at 2,338, not under in five years, but under five years. So it was a dramatic improvement, but we are trying to get our heads around what we were not told coming into this last election about the true state of affairs and the level of attrition and uh, attraction of our police force to the Australian recruitment service. So we've got a problem here, but we're not giving up on it at this point in time at all. So what is the current commitment then? The current commitment is 500 new frontline in the next two years. In the next two years. So Mark Mitchell had got that wrong when he talked about the the parliamentary term, the three-year time period. Well, words matter, but he said over the uh, term of this government. Now, over the term does not mean that we cannot get there earlier, and that's what the plan is, and that's what we're still working on. So when Labor is accusing you of breaking a a promise by mentioning or by referring to the three years, they've got that wrong, and Martin Mitchell has got that wrong. The firm commitment is actually two years. Well, it's a bit rich for Labor to be making those claims. You call by there where where they were in 2017, they only wanted 1,000. They never wanted the huge target that we had because we were trying to get nearer to the Australian proportionality of police men and women to 100,000. So they're pretty much for them to be making those statements. Sure, but you were... Can I finish? Sure, sorry. Can I finish? This is a serious issue. And we're not going to slide by it by chipping in when you haven't asked the question properly. The reality is we have not given up on this target. We're going to set out to see how we can get there, bearing in mind that we were inheriting a situation, as Hale, the head of the police union, said, uh, we could possibly not have been informed properly about. Now, that's what you heard this morning. That's what we are trying to deal with. But Labor was able to attack you on non-delivering a walking back of that coalition uh, agreement when Mark Mitchell talked about three years. Did you speak to the Prime Minister about that to clarify that? Because this is a new well, message this morning. Let me say that this was because of the uh, level of um, accelerated work we've got on since Christmas, a matter that we haven't had a chance to personally talk to the Prime Minister about, but our Chiefs of Staff have talked overnight and we have seriously worked on this matter. We realise that problem that the police have got and many other state services have got, given what we inherited. But, again, I say our plan is to deliver on what we promised. So in the wake of Mark Mitchell's comments in Parliament, your people have gotten involved with the Prime Minister's people to clarify and walk back and recommit to that election promise. 
We're not clarifying or walking back. We're just ensuring that we find out why it is that the police are saying at this present time they've got huge recruitment problems. Our job is to help them fix it. That's what we're working on as we well, speak. You are clarifying and, and walking back because we're talking about something being delivered in two years and three years and back to two years now. So there is a clarification process that has gone on. And I'm asking if that clarification, the fresh, fresh messaging this morning, is as a result of you speaking or your people speaking with the Prime Minister to recommit to that election promise? The election promise arose not from the election, but from the coalition. From the coalition agreement. And it was New Zealand's first request. Yes. They always had a different target to us, but we said no. We think law is a massive, law and order is a massive problem in this country. In fact, after the cost of living, it was the second biggest problem that New Zealand has had. And we're going to set out to make our country safe again. So that's why this discussion is still ongoing. And we believe if we can get behind the level of crisis that the police recruiting process is in, we can get there. So that's where we stand at the moment. Let's move on to the Anwar funding. You've said it hasn't been suspended, but it is under review. Can you just clarify the language around that, exactly what's happening there? Well, first of all, you had these allegations, which were of themselves investigated by the UN with respect to what had happened there. Uh, The UNRWA uh, officials believe they had some rotten apples they have suspended those people. I think two of them have gone, one is dead, of the ones that we're talking about. But the investigation is on, and we have said, or New Zealand, first, uh, New Zealand position, sorry, as a country and as a foreign affairs department has said, let's find out what the UN discovers before we make any premature decision about an issue which is a massive issue of crisis, the essential humanitarian assistance to Palestine. And those refugees, we're talking about over 13,000 people involved in this organisation. And it is possible, like in other areas and other examples in history, of somebody, somebody in the system letting the system down. But uh, we think the crisis of the humanitarian assistance warrants us suspending our judgment until we find out the facts. Sure. If, if it does turn out that there are, as you put it, some rotten apples in that organisation, would that be sufficient for New Zealand to suspend or interrupt in some way funding? If the matter has been dealt with and with an assurance that that does not happen in the future, uh, then the crisis is, is of a level we must, I believe, and I think New Zealand people would want us to respond to the crisis rather than to react in that way and punish a whole lot of innocent people because of the actions of a few. I think that's fair and I would say that this is a discussion we want to have, but keeping an open mind bearing in, uh, at, at the time when we make this decision bearing in mind what is the critical issue here. It is the humanitarian crisis that we face and the uh, war in Gaza. Okay, you're heading to Melbourne today with the Defence Minister to meet your Australian counterparts. The first time you've had that kind of format with uh, both ministers uh, meeting with your counterparts. What's the significance or the the objective of that? Well, our objective is to ensure that we can, as much as possible, uh, in dialogue with Australia, our closest neighbour and closest uh, ally, so to speak, uh, go forward in the area of uh, our security and cooperation. These are difficult and very, very dangerous times, and we want to ensure that we are on the same page, focused on the same outcomes, and to ensure that the New Zealand people are aware of what we're doing and why we're doing it.
Appreciate your time this morning. That was the Foreign Affairs Minister, Winston Peters.